Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. We may see it happen, guys. We may be right here in the spot when we find out that Twitter has accepted the deal from Elon Musk. It has not happened yet, but everybody's talking like it's going to happen. I don't want to talk like that. I will follow hashtag goodbye Twitter, which is trending like mad. Elon Stinkweasel Musk. Stinkweasel can't be allowed to be in charge. These nutbags will be even more emboldened. It will break our online world. Marxist tyrants? What a blanking loon. Ask yourself, why does he even want to run Twitter? Because he wants to break our world. That's really happening. People have lost their minds over this. And I'm, I'm here for it. The only thing I don't have in front of me is a glass of bourbon, which I should. Producer Ari, get us some bourbon. Okay. People are out of their heads because Elon Musk secured the funding, $46.5 billion, and uh, Twitter was forced to take a look at it. They, they didn't want to. They wanted no part of this. They don't want Elon Musk owning their stuff. Who knows what it is we're going to learn about what Twitter has been doing and to whom. Who knows if we're going to learn about shadow banning and somehow the, the, um, the, the not the protocols, what am I looking for? The algorithms go, went. Who knows? But most importantly, listen to all the people who are just too upset because all of this means one thing. If Elon Musk gets control of Twitter, then it means that Donald Trump will be allowed back on the platform. Hello. All right, now. Everyone settle down. If this is your argument about why Elon Musk shouldn't buy Twitter, my God, you're sick. You're out of your head. How much do you let Trump control your life? I have no idea if that guy is going to be let back on Twitter or not. No clue at all. Nor do I care, I must admit. And when I say I don't care, it's that I don't want to see him be, be told he can't. Because what? He thinks the election was stolen? There's a lot of crazy... I don't lose sleep over whether or not Trump is on Twitter. I don't think Twitter is good or bad regarding the idea of one person. It is why they would take that one person off that matters. It's not that it's Trump. It is the idea that they don't allow certain things to be said. That's the issue. That's the problem. And this is the problem not just with Twitter. This is the problem all the way around with big tech they want to decide what is and is not acceptable they want to decide who can speak and who can't this is who they are 150 percent who they are 
And they have shown us this. And so we have to say, okay, we don't want any part of this. We don't want any part of a society that wants to tell people what you say is fine and what you say isn't. Trump is not fine for what he said, but the Ayatollah Khomeini is fine for what he says. Acolytes of Louis Farrakhan are fine. That's, um, that's something we don't want. And so if Elon Musk's ownership changes this, well, I'm, I'm happy about that. Because it will be a platform that actually allows for conversations to happen, even if someone were to disagree with them. Because you've, ne- you've never heard me say that Louis Farrakhan supporters shouldn't be allowed on Twitter. Just because they're Jew-hating bastards doesn't mean that they're not allowed on Twitter. They're allowed. There's, there's, I, I'm attending a conference later this week. And so the conversation is, is, is about free speech. And so I've been reading a, a, a lot and getting myself prepared for this. And it, it, it is remarkable the amount of so-called educated people who believe that we need to censor speech, you know, for your safety. But it's always they who want to be the ones who engage in the censorship because they know what's safe and what isn't. They know who is safe and who isn't. They want to decide. This conversation about Twitter, of course, is about power. Just like the big tech conversations about censorship are solely and exclusively about power. The question is, why do they want this so badly? And how do we want to engage this with other platforms? Because you can't necessarily depend on a guy with $300 billion. You can't depend on that to get it done. You can't. You can try, but if you're depending on some really rich guy to... uh, to, to, to buy the thing to make it better. No, it has to be a, a concept of public pressure that gets it done. That's what it has to be. That's what's important here. So we're going to watch and we're going to follow. Elon Musk tweeting out um, literally seconds ago, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. Does this mean that it's done, Elon? Does this mean that it's done? Because I don't have yet the story that it's finished, although I have people all over Twitter suggesting it. That's another thing. Twitter doesn't all of a sudden become this place where you believe everything that you read just because Elon Musk uh, purchases. It's not. That's not it. People who are who are like like putting him up as as this uh, as this hero. We haven't seen what he's going to do yet. Can can we see that? I'd like to see that. I have no clue. No clue what he's going to do. And I don't think we should start 
I don't think we should start, you know, creating statues to the man. I just don't think that's got a value. In the meantime, we're going to wait to see whether or not he purchases this thing. And we're going to see how people react. And people are already reacting with hysteria. Um, The goodbye Twitter, and that's not an account. It's a hashtag. Hashtag goodbye Twitter. It is uh, trending everywhere. Why are people saying goodbye Twitter? I mean, these are the same people who called Elon Musk their hero a year ago. Why did they turn on him and what are they so afraid of if the Twitter deal goes through? That is, of course, the question. That is absolutely the questions. Conservatives want to liberalize speech on Twitter via Elon Musk, while liberals want to conserve the status quo. Crazy times. It's true. It's true. It's a, it's a, always remember that the, the conservative today is the counterculture. The liberal is the man, man. The liberal is the man. They, 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 they have the power. They want to keep the power. They wear their stuffy suits. They're the oldest, whitest people possible. Because yeah, I'm told that that's a problem. I'm told that being old and white is a problem, producer Ari. This is what they say. I'm familiar with that. So it's, it's true, though. The conservative is the one who believes you should say what you want. The leftist, the Puritans... They're the ones saying you can only say these things. It's so funny. I've been talking about uh, the leftist Puritans now for like the past couple of months. I, I, I brought it up from time to time. Turns out Noah Rothman has a book coming out in July called The New Puritans about this exact subject. Can't wait to read it uh, and talk to him uh, uh, about it. We're going to follow what Elon Musk does. We're going to see whether or not the left does anything other than complain and then, well, just... Go right back to tweeting. Anybody who thinks that Twitter does not play a part in our lives. Oh, it's overblown. Oh, it doesn't have that much power. Nonsense. Meanwhile, I've got an update on Taylor Lawrence and her absolutely horrific article about the libs of TikTok Twitter account. Her hatred, her attack, her viciousness, and the lies on CNN Stunning. I will have that for you. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz. And here it goes. I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. I'm just a kid. I know that's not fair. If you follow my morning series, The Morning Rumble, at rumble.com, presented by Americans for Prosperity, you, you caught me talking about The electric insanity is gone crazy. General Motors announcing that the plan is to produce the electric Corvette. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833-468-8669. 833-GOT TONY. The electric Corvette. Look, I'm not an anti-electric car person. I, I, I I don't have that in me. Maybe, just maybe, not everything has to be electric. Maybe, just maybe, this push for all things electric at all times is a problem because, well, you got to create the electricity somehow. 
and the electricity is going to get created from natural gas or oil or something like it. We don't have enough electricity to be able to power all of these things. If everybody was electric everywhere, where would the, would the power come from is the only question. And as someone rightly pointed out, if you hide from people where that part happens, but you tell them they're all electric and they're doing good, that'll make them happy. You hide where the power actually goes. It's, it's like with taxes. If people had to pay their taxes at the end of the year, as opposed to having them taken out paycheck by paycheck, they'd freak out at the amount of money they have to put out there. They'd lose their minds. But neither here nor there, I, am I the only person radically turned off by the idea of an electric Corvette? Probably. It's it's a Corvette. It needs to sound like a Corvette. Eh. It's like... It's like uh, the the electric Emoc from the Mustang, right? First of all, that's not a Mustang. I, I, I'm not opposed to it. You can get one. They, they look okay enough. It's not a Mustang. So we're all perfectly clear. I don't know why they did it. Is that the car that needed to be electrified? They already create like an EcoBoost kind of version of it, which is actually pretty cool and has some horsepower. We're kidding ourselves. GM wants to go all electric. I know that Cadillac just put out the lyric. I think it's cool looking. My problem with Cadillac, I own a Cadillac. My problem with Cadillac is they don't make coupes anymore, and I'm infuriated. Because that's what I want. I want a coupe. I don't want a four-door. What, what is it? Is it? It's the Nightwing version? Like, I, I do. I, I have uh, in, in my past, when I say my past, yesterday... Um, I, uh, I, I built myself uh, like a Cadillac that I was interested in. It was like the, uh, was it the Cadillac V, um, I think it was a, is it Nightwing? Is that what it's called? Blackwing. Sorry, Blackwing. I said Nightwing. I figured it's a Marvel superhero somehow. DC. It's DC? Thank you so much, producer. Sorry. But it's, I want a coupe. I don't want it to be four doors. I want I want the style. I want the power. What are you doing to me? Why why not make it for why have we eliminated this from from life? Do people not want coupes anymore? I would assume that with the push towards SUVs, they want SUVs and they want things that can go fast and look cool. Am I still the only person who wants a car that could do that? Right, I, dr- I I have an H3. Bought it used. They're all used. I, I have an H3, not the electric one. I think the electric one is cool as can be. I think the I think the Hummer is one of the best cars I've ever owned in my life. Built like a tank, feels like it. It's just terrific for me. Super comfortable. I love it. I don't know if I can get one after this because they stopped making them in 2010. So this this one I think has another four years on it. So am I really going to buy a, a 16, 17-year-old Hummer? Right? I, I don't see that. A, a classic, yes, I don't see doing that one. But like, I, if they brought back the Hummer line, I don't think I want it all electric. I don't. Gas is fine. And I don't believe that we're engaged in this regarding market forces. 
I think we're engaged in this based on woke forces. This idea of this is what the people really want. No, what the people want is a car that has style and not a brutal cost. Someone's going to buy the electric Corvette because it's electric. I don't disagree. But the idea that people are somehow chomping at the bit for um, for an electric Corvette is nonsense. I, re- I reject it wholeheartedly. But this is only part of the problem. The other part of the problem is Joe Biden speaking in Seattle. One of the things I've found out as the president of the United States, I get to spend a lot of that money. I get to decide where, no, I'm not joking. And we're going to completely, before, we're going to start the process where every vehicle in the United States military, every vehicle is going to be climate friendly. Every vehicle. We're going to vote, no, I mean it. We're spending billions of dollars to do it. And, uh, and it's going to matter. You know, it matters. You know, in my view, this crisis is, I said, is a, a genuine opportunity, an opportunity to do things we wanted to do, and only now it becomes so apparent. First, why does he always have to tell you that he means it? Do you not think that he means it? He said the words. Secondly, note there at the end, never let a crisis go to waste. It's very Rahm Emanuel. Never let a crisis go to waste because it allows you to do things you normally could not do. And third, do I need a, a climate-friendly military or do I need a military that works? I don't actually care if something, if, if a Jeep or whatever is electric. I care that it works every time and it doesn't engage a problem with efficiency and expediency of the military. I don't want them to be agents of social change. I want my military built to break things and kill people. That's its job, not social change. I don't care about social change when I'm talking about my military because I want them to stop the people trying to engage a social change of killing us. I'm a pretty focused cat. This freak show about the environment, day in and day out. This push for electric insanity. Someone arguing that if they can make the Corvette for less than a Tesla, it'll be a success for them, be a huge profit winner for them. A huge moneymaker for them. Well, maybe. Just can't imagine somebody wants the electric Corvette. I could be wrong. More to get to. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today. quoted a study from the University of Waterloo and it has to do with masks and how masks are ineffective on COVID and a mask with a three millimeter gap will have a uh, 3% efficacy in, in uh, reducing uh, COVID spread. COVID is aerosolized, not droplets. It's There's a series of reasons for this, but it all goes to the larger conversation, even more data points about how masks If they make you feel better, wear one. But masks as a mandate is nonsense because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't matter if if, uh, Fauci says that that it does. It doesn't matter. And, And he's saying a whole bunch now. I'll get into that in a little bit. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today by bringing up University of Waterloo because Jonathan Turley brought it up. 
Jonathan Turley, uh, the, the the lawyer, constitutional uh, law guy. There is at the University of Waterloo. They are advertising for applications of a science position. However, the only people who can apply are those who qualified individuals who self-identify as women, transgender, non-binary, or two-spirit. Kid you not. They only want a woman, somebody who's transgender. Basically, a man can take a woman's job. Non-binary, which I guess you can just state, or two-spirit. I don't even know what two-spirit is. I assume that two-spirit was the less, less successful cousin of Tupac. This is all I know. This is the only thing I can come to. They're looking for applications for a PhD-level scholar in geography, earth and or environmental science and sustainability, planning, or a related discipline. Evidence of an active research program with emphasis on climate and or climate change science, water science and sustainability, or future cities. This calls open only to qualified individuals who self-identify as women, transgender, non-binary, or two-spirit. You know what happens now? Everybody lies. The hatred for women is really massive. It's out of control. But now everybody lies because when producer Ari needs a new job and he realizes that this gig pays, you know, a solid six figures, he's going to identify as two-spirit. And if you think I'm making fun of Two-Spirit, I don't even know what it is. No clue. I'm not about to even try. Because we're all just fooling ourselves. You open it up, you hire the person you want to hire, and that's it. But it turns out through the hiring, they have to show how good and decent they are by showing how bigoted they are. Did Musk buy Twitter? Well, we're keeping our eyes open. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.